I count from down from three to mark and after mark we clap. That mm -hmm. makes sense. So three, two, okay. one. Okay. Mark, did you clap? I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I did. did. Okay. Oh, that's probably your sound suppression is really good then on the mic because I didn't hear it. But okay, it's fine. From the home offices of Ash and Flow, this is Unbillable Hours, a podcast about professional services marketing. Stick around and listen to our insights, tips, and best practices to improve your firm's marketing and even your career. Welcome, everybody, to this new... Uh, I should maybe leave the syncing clap in so people get a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. This is a new minisode, right? Like, basically, we we want to give you some bite-sized content to just yeah nibble on while we have some amazing episodes prepared in the pipeline. And oh. you, I, and everyone else goes ahead with all the work that we're doing. This this Friday's is going to be awesome. So now we're just giving you some bite-sized content yes. based upon what we know you're into. Exactly. And the, the topic we picked for this time was aligning your consultancy's marketing content to the to the buying journey or buyer's journey, right? why do we do that, Ash? Well, 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 here's the thing. When we're looking when you first want to like speak with your marketing team or you're going to advise them or anything, you need to look at all the content that you have. If you're going to look at all the content you have to like fill the gaps and things, you need to do an entire content audit. You need to do a gap analysis and all of that. And this is the best way to start. Why do you want to create new things when things exist? Sometimes it's just a matter of shifting and repurposing rather than just creating completely new things, wasting time and energy. So first things first, start with the content audit aligned to your journey for the respective buyer. And agreed. And if you if you do this and if you do the exercise, chances are that your firm sits where most firms sit and there's not enough content for to help buyers through the early steps in the journey. And there's a lot of content mm -hmm. around the later steps, meaning most firms have stuff or write for audiences, which already have made a decision, right? Mm -hmm. They have already decided to do a digital transformation. Yes. So all your how to do a digital transformation posts are insanely handy. But what about the people who have not yet decided whether or not they should do this, or they themselves have decided, but they don't know how to make the case yet and build support internally for the project, like these types of things. That's the type of content that's often missing, right? So it makes a lot of sense to do this analysis. Yes. And I think and I think the steps are already, we, we already sort of implied them, right? But maybe to quickly continue with some of the issues I we just said there's often often there's like gaps in your content portfolio, so to speak. Yes. And then the second thing is that within the various stages, so let's say you have decision stage content, but it's not always enough insight behind those pieces around the actual client uh, needs at that stage. So that's, I would agree with that one. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've discussed the importance of 
client inside research talking to people like a bazillion times but that's that's the second thing so these are the two questions you need to ask what is what are what are the stages on the buying journey and do we have content for those and then obviously at each stage what are the clients needs and pains and so forth so we have the not just any type of content but the right content right and then how would you do this well i think it's it's fairly obvious you would maybe through conversations with clients identify the the prototypical buying journey that's true for your firm like Overall, the general models apply, right? There's some sort of discovery stage where someone discovers, oh, we have a problem in our business, so we have some opportunity we want to go after. And then there's sort of a, a, a discovery stage, or I don't know how these are all often called, a consideration stage or whatever the, the phrase is, where they consider solutions to that problem they've just identified and they vet vendors and so forth. And then there's a decision stage where they pick a particular approach, they pick a particular vendor, and then they go. But that's the general model, Right. It does pay. Yes, uh, it does pay to do research around these stages to see where's the where's the particular thing in your case. And I have a practical example for the people who want to hear one. For example, if you do change communications advisory type of stuff, whenever there's change programs and so forth, it might be that in theory all kinds of corporate change programs apply. But if you research your firm's clients, it could be that most the majority of your most successful clients always come to you after i don't know a leadership change in the finance function i'm making this up right but but now you've learned something interesting because you learned the trigger moment for the initial step which is that's what triggers the the discovery phase right and this allows you to make much more specific content what if your cfo has just changed or your new cfo just came in what now so these types of things right and so it pays to be a bit more particular and specific. So research doesn't hurt when building the journey. Uh, quite the opposite. It's, it's quite helpful. You, the, the general models you can find everywhere, like right the, the block charts from, from left to right, awareness, consideration, decision, whatever. Those, those are also fine. But if you can get more precise, do so because it will help. Yeah. yeah. And then next up, we just go, we just go and map it, right? <laughs> yeah, you have the it, it's not it's not as simple as just saying let's go map it i think the first thing you need to do is just plot out your entire journey like plot yeah. plot the whole thing out if you need to use a workshop if you need to like use charts whatever plot it all out look at all the things that you already have this is all the content for your ceo and, and like like you yeah. might find in an upcoming episode you, you see the ceo is not going to have time to read through everything you need something quick and easy for them to like just be interested and then hand it over to the next person yeah and also oh you that's a very interesting point you raise because that goes into we should have said this so mapping out the journey like what are the stages and what are the pain points that that's yeah that's correct but the, the finer point around the pain points is who has that pain point at the point in time because like you just mm -hmm. said right um sometimes stuff gets handed over and very often for example for consulting services it might be that someone within the function has the pain or has discovers the opportunity. Like I'm in HR, I discovered this and that. But then as the buying journey progresses, it becomes, at the end, it becomes a project that affects larger parts of the organization. So that person who has consumed your disc, your awareness stage content now mm -hmm. has to go and make the business case to their boss or the CFO or the CEO even. And then mm -hmm. they get involved into the decision-making later on, right? So, and now that means that the, the finer points of your contents have to change because the people who will consume yes. this next level stuff, they're not as familiar with the goings on in the function. 
CEO mm-hmm. might not know what happens in HR on a, on a certain level. Yeah, but they need other things like what's what risks are involved, how much does it cost, what's the ROI. So these are questions that then are more sort of on the side of the business rather than the function. I mean, I think point made right, but this is also that goes also into it. I don't know. Do we want to give some examples for what types of content typically you need on each of the stages? I I think we could right. Stop me if you think, think that's too banal. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> okay. that's a good idea. It's probably no, best it's... to just do a quick summary of the journey. So yeah. I think I think we use the simple breakdown, right? Awareness stage where people find out about a problem or opportunity. Consideration consideration stage where they reflect on, hey, maybe I should tackle this, yeah. and how would I do this? And then decision stage, which which approach, which solution, and which vendor do we go with, right? So I think exactly. on the awareness stage, we we would want to answer the question: Why is this is this real? And if so, why is it relevant to the business? Like, is this an actual, did, did I, I being the prospect or the client, did I actually stumble across a problem or an opportunity here? Is this real? And what might be the impact for the business? So you you want to put out articles, webinars, whatnot, that that say, um, here, here's, here are some industry trends, which might do this and that for you. Here's how, here's why the best performing companies in your prospect sector do this and that. And how, how do they do it, right? This, these types of things, which help someone understand the issue or the opportunity you maybe just discovered or or even makes them aware of the issue, right? That's why benchmarking often works so well in consulting because it points you to areas where your business could do better. You may might not even have thought about as much before, right? Yeah, I think as you were just saying here, it is literally the awareness journey. So this is a part where they're A, aware of a problem, B, aware of a potential solution, C, aware of how to optimize things better for them. And this awareness then needs to be transferred on to someone else. But more importantly, before that, as you're saying, it's it's more of a fact-finding mission now. Now that you're aware of the problem, the question then comes to is, what do you need to solve it? What are the resources you need to solve it? And is yeah. it a problem that is better solved now? Like you need to look at what time you need to solve it. And you also need yeah. to look at like then where where they are with it. Once And depending upon that, there's different kinds of content. Because when you put out like a piece of thought leadership, you, ex- you usually tell them which kind of cl- companies you might fall under, for instance. Yeah. Like, are you a leader? Are you a laggard? Are you somewhere in the middle? All of that comes to view. And once you've got all this information armed with this, then you have to like find all the groups that you need to work with to make this thing running. And then plot out like how long do you want to go through this and what's the risks and all of that. And that's that's where... Sorry, that's the consideration stage content you just described there, right? Where, where, like you said... The, the awareness stage content, the thought leadership has marked me, has branded me as a laggard, right? Ouch. Yeah. And the consideration stage content now has, explains how do I move up into the into the next group. And mm-hmm. I, just one sh- addition to what you said, or one thing, I think if you have the resources to do it, it pays to have content that presents a wide variety of options, right? I mean, the reflex is to say, oh, here's why you should buy our service or go with our method to move up into yeah. the next group. But it actually, from a from a buyer's point of view, it can be helpful to say, okay, you could do A, B, or C, right? You could do this on your own. You could do this with some help, or you could buy our plug and play complete solution, which would be easy. Right? And then contrast and compare between those to be very mm-hmm. clear. But that's 
that's more helpful to the buyer, more educational. And I think that that starts to create a preference for you as a service provider, because you're not just selling them on your single solution. You're giving them an overview over the market. So, but that's, you know, if you, if you can do it. And then last step, right? Decision stage in our very simplified model. Uh, I think that's when, once they have understood which options exist and they have sort of started to build an idea, which one take on, to, which one they want to go with. Here we have to put out content that helps them make the business case internally and provide them with more materials they need to sort of go through all the song and dance of you know, commissioning a project, mm -hmm. right? Which, like you said, they have to onboard other departments, right? Now we have to yep. really help them do it. And so this is where case your case studies come in to, to prove that you've done this before. If you have stuff like return on investment calculators or anything, right? Or mm -hmm. even if you can, I mean, leaving the content branch a little bit and stretching it a bit, but if you can offer a a strategy call, for example, right, where you bring experts in to, to discuss with the client how they would shape an internal pitch for the joint project like this, this gets into business development then very quickly. But I think that's yep. that's the type of stuff there. And and that rounds out our model. And these were the paints we wanted to to make today paints the points the points <laughs> but yes i think i think you know oh, too much coffee this it. morning all right so that's that we hope you enjoyed this yeah quick reminder that you've heard this before right build yes. the client journey and map your content but seriously do it because ash and i just looked at a bunch of consulting firms again i think total sum of 25 for some reason and they all were suffering from not having done that <laughs> and had gaps in their content and all these things, meaning there's your opportunity, people, right? If you can put out strong stuff for the awareness stage, you might put your firm on the winning track, which is, well, what we hope you do. So we're rooting for you. That's all I have for today. So I'll stop the recording That's basically here. Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Have a great start to the week, everybody, and speak to you on Friday. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening to Unbillable Hours. If you want more, tune in next week. You know where to find us.